The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Hey, hey, homeschooling friend. I'm so glad you're joining me today. We are talking all about lifelong learning, a favorite topic of mine, and I have some great strategies to share with you. Because here's the thing, we can get so caught in the weeds of day-to-day challenges, right? Like our kiddo wakes up cranky or the siblings are bickering again. When it comes time for lessons, there's a lot of whining, or maybe we're just out of peanut butter for sandwiches. Even when lessons are going well and it comes time to plan our next block, we sometimes wonder how to decide what's most important to teach our children and why. I get this question a lot. It sounds something like this. What about geography are we trying to teach at this age anyway? Or How do I even decide what to include in a four-week block on ancient civilizations? There's so much to choose from. When I'm talking with parents about planning homeschool lessons, I often say, let's zoom way out for just a moment. What is our overarching goal here? And the 30,000-foot view answer is cultivating a love of learning. That's what we all really want to achieve in the end, raising children who become lifelong learners. So how do we get there? That's what we're talking about in today's episode. Wherever you are in your homeschool year, remember to keep the truly important things at the forefront, connection with your children, and building a culture of curiosity in your home. 
The truth is it all starts with values. What are the values you hold most dear? When we can keep that front and center, keep those values front and center, there's so much more ease in our day-to-day homeschooling. If you need help identifying those values for your family, go back and have a listen to episode number four here on the podcast, Why Are We Homeschooling? How to Write Your Family Vision. You can find it at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode four, because identifying and aligning your family values with your big picture plan can help guide your homeschooling journey. Now let's get into the five strategies for raising lifelong learners. Number one, cultivate curiosity. No matter what their age, children are curious and we can encourage that. Think of babies who learn about the world by grabbing things and putting them in their mouths or toddlers who ask endless questions, children who get obsessed with dinosaurs or lizards or outer space. Help your children explore their interests and continue to be curious about the world. My road to homeschooling started way back when I was a classroom teacher before I even had children. I taught in a public school outside Atlanta and had a class of about 30 high school seniors. I remember feeling so distinctly that there were maybe two or three of them who still had that spark of curiosity in their eyes about learning. That's when I decided to start exploring alternatives in education and eventually wound up homeschooling my three children. Remember to keep that spark of curiosity alive by reading great books, weaving in the arts, getting outdoors to witness the awe and wonder of nature. This is where curiosity begins. Then curiosity leads into creativity problem-solving, and self-directed learning as kids learn and grow. Strategy number two, model curiosity and lifelong learning. Show your children that learning happens every day. What are you curious about? That's a real question here. Take a moment to think about that. What are you curious about? For me right now, I wonder where the monarch that will emerge from a chrysalis I found in our garden will migrate to. And I wonder which chords I need to learn to play on the ukulele to play a seasonal song I love. Model curiosity for your children. Show them that learning happens throughout life. I find it often helps to point out to children when you're, let's say, in a botany block, that there are adult naturalists in the world who devote their lives to studying plants. Introduce your kiddos to some of these individuals or visit a museum to hear a talk about those amazing mushrooms. That's how we model curiosity and lifelong learning. Let your kiddos see you reading, learning a new musical instrument, taking up a new sport. Strategy number three, explore your community. Find interesting happenings around you in your community. Discover land formations or cultural experiences all around you. 
Rudolf Steiner, the founder of Waldorf Education, he suggested to the very first teachers he trained in the first Waldorf school back in 1919, that as teachers, we want to be peoples of the world. So be curious and go on adventures with your kiddos. Field trips are wonderful when they connect with the lesson block material. And they're also wonderful when they connect to your interests or your children's interests. Introduce your children to new places and new experiences. Travel is wonderful for this. This is really a huge benefit of homeschooling, in my opinion, because we have more flexibility and time to explore our communities. I have often said through the years that maybe instead of homeschooling, we should call what we do community schooling. So be sure to get out and explore your community. Strategy number four, invite your children to pursue their passions. Create an environment in your home where each of your children can pursue their passions. Here are just a few ways you can do that. Weave their interests and passions into a subject or lesson that you have coming up wherever possible. Gather books on the subject and leave them around your home for your children to peruse. This is known in the homeschooling world as strewing. You just leave books all around for children to get interested in and pick up. Be willing to hear why your kiddos are so passionate about a topic and what they're learning. And as they get older, help your children connect with experiences in your community related to their interests and passions. For my own kiddos who are now all grown, here is just a glimpse at where a few of their passions have led. A passion for cars, which started as a toddler, (laughs) led to learning motorcycle mechanics as a teen and now to working in R&D, research and development, for a bicycle manufacturer. A passion for Legos and a gift for spatial relationships led to majoring in math and currently to working in supply chain management. And a passion for animals and drawing has led to working in a coffee shop in an animal rescue mission while doing freelance art on the side. We never know where a child's passion will lead. I recognize that I now have the luxury of hindsight these days, but here's the thing. Our kiddos' passions may not lead to a future vocation, but Following our passions, allowing our kids to follow their passions really helps our brains develop and inspires self-directed learning. As parents, it all starts with observing our children and getting to know them as individuals so that we can help feed their passions. And strategy number five, relax. (laughs) I'm serious about this one. Enjoy the journey. Believe me, this was not easy for me at the beginning of our homeschooling journey. But here's the thing. When we feel tense or anxious about the lessons, our children can sense that. And they often experience it as pressure. And that does not help with learning. Instead, we want to 
Find ways to let go of the shoulds and relax into learning. This is where inner work can really help. It can help us to examine our thoughts about the progress we're making, about our children's behavior, and all kinds of things about ourselves. There is so much richness in exploring new ideas or new experiences with our kiddos. So remember, our brains are wired for learning. Children are naturally curious. Parents often feel relieved when I suggest that they think of their job as a homeschooler as creating experiences rather than teaching. We want to offer up the learning in such a way that children are inclined to say yes as often as possible to help children make progress in a subject because pressure is not motivating, but progress is. If you'd like to talk with a homeschooling parent who's been right where you are, I have a limited number of mentor sessions available. We can meet on Zoom or over the phone, your choice, and you can ask me about planning your lessons, what to do when your child resists, how to let go of the shoulds, connect more with your kiddos, and cultivate curiosity. For more information about my mentor sessions, you can go to artofhomeschooling.com slash mentor with Jean. I'd love to help you feel better about your homeschooling journey. As we wrap up, I want to share with you one of my favorite quotes about learning. This is even included in our family vision statement that Brian and I wrote way back at the beginning of our homeschooling journey. Here it is, a quote from Harold Taylor. If you want to ride a horse, dance a jig, climb a mountain, build a boat, write a novel, study history, think intellectually, become educated, a certain amount of instruction in a class in this subject will be useful, perhaps for two or three sessions. After that, you will need to get a horse, start dancing, climbing, building, writing, thinking, and educating on your own. That's how we raise lifelong learners, by offering experiences to our children every day that help cultivate curiosity and foster connection. Here's a quick recap of the five strategies to help you in raising lifelong learners. Cultivate curiosity, model curiosity and lifelong learning, explore your community, Invite your children to pursue their passions and relax into the learning. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend who you think might benefit from hearing these strategies. You can find the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 154. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm